You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Can't get enough of Boomer and Carton in the morning. Al Dukes and Jerry Recco are here with some sports news and updates they didn't have time to cover. Here we go. It's the Boomer and Carton Postgame Show with Al Jerry. All right, it's a Tuesday podcast. Alan Jerry back with you after the warm-up this morning, which was interrupted at the end, so we do apologize for that if you were up listening to it. Uh, if not, you'll get to hear it in a few minutes. Pretty cool. Uh, I was completely confused as to what day it was because I went into the production studio and I was wondering where you were, and then I came in here and you weren't here, and then I said, we're supposed to be in... I didn't know where to go. Yeah, you were thrown off, Jerry, because today the um, the soccer podcasters were in the studio, which that's they right. normally tape on Wednesdays. Is, oh, all right. So that, I think that that's it, because it threw me off a little bit, too, when I saw the soccer podcasters. Well, and then you really threw me for a loop when you weren't in here. I was down. I was cleaning up the studio. Uh, all of the gifts that are bestowed upon Boomer and Craig, uh, people think Boomer and Craig must have this. Well, they... They don't care. They leave their stuff in the studio. <laughs> They're really not interested. So now, me, um, you, and Eddie are usually very care. appreciative of very stuff. Very appreciative. Right. And in fact, when Boomer gets things, he and uh, Eddie are the same size shirt. Oh, is that true? Yeah. So sometimes when Boomer gets things, Eddie will say to me, uh, how many days are we going to give that to be leaving the studio before I can have it? I'll be like, let's give it three days, and then uh, T-shirt's yours. So and then least... three days, it's his. And I know t- Boomer's not a T-shirt guy. It doesn't look like it. No, Boomer's like a button-up kind yeah. of guy. So T-shirts and things, uh, I give right to Eddie because Eddie is a free T-shirt guy. Eddie loves a free T-shirt. Boomer loves like a half zip-up pullover. Yeah, he loves that. Yeah. And Craig will. Craig loves a hoodie, a pullover, everything. But Craig loves a pullover hoodie, which I do too. Yeah, but he does wear that more than most. That's Absolutely, true. Jerry. Agreed. Speaking of manly men, things. If we were uh, men's health. Did a survey, Jerry. I want to see where you fall on this. So I think I know where you fall on this. You're a man, and thus I think I know your answer. Uh, They did a survey, a Facebook survey, Men's Health did. Did I say, yeah, Men's Health? You did, yeah. And uh, what percentage of men admit to either shaving their legs completely or at least using a trimmer to trim up their legs? I was five percent. Su- I was surprised by this. Five percent. It's more than fifty percent of men said they either shave their legs or trim the hair on their legs. Really? Very bizarre. I thought. Uh, okay. Unless you're a swimmer or a, or a cyclist or something that you need to uh, shave your legs to, you know, the swimmers shave their all their body hair, make them faster. Yeah, they. Th- I mean, that, I guess you're what are you shaving off like a point. Five but you know your, what? When you think about what the margins of victory are in competitive counts. sports like that, I could see that. But I yes. would have said, honestly, I would have said 5 to 10% Me too. max. Who even thinks about their I would never think hair. to shave my ankle hair. Right. I mean, you know, no, I. that's surprising to yeah, me. Yeah, that's a men's health, Jerry. Hmm. How about and that? Do you like Although, men's health? Uh, you know, I've not read that in a very long time. Really? 
I used to do men's fitness, men's I health. I like that too. I used to get all those. I always get them confused. I always think it's the same thing. Are they? I don't even. They're very if, similar. They yeah, are. I don't know the. I difference. had men's health as a subscription for a couple of years. I liked it. The only thing I didn't like was you would know. Sometimes it's. I don't want to say it's repetitive. I mean, very how many repetitive. times can you put a diet in there that's going right. to you know, help you get, get a six pack? At, right. Exactly. But a lot of good tricks in there. I actually I like that magazine a lot. I, th- I I put that in my category of airport magazines. Yes. Like if I'm going for a flight. Must have. That's a must have. Because like you said, if you get it every month, it's repetitive. Yes. But if you get it only like when you fly, it seems like that's a great idea. You know, it's interesting about magazines. So I saw, and I mean, I'll, I'll tell you, I, there are a couple of things that I follow on Twitter that maybe I shouldn't. I don't know. Uh, Nudie things? What's that? Nudie things, you mean? Not, I mean, not really, kind oh. of. Sapphire Club, because they came in one day. Right, you followed uh, them. When they got the Boomer and Carton thing, so they followed all of us. So I followed back, whatever, I didn't care. So I do still follow them, that's fine. And I also follow, and I have, Playboy has a great um, Twitter. A Twitter? Yeah, they have a good Twitter presence. There's a lot of just, like, life stuff. They're non-nude now, Jerry, so, so you right. can follow them. So, yeah, well, then they've been for a while, but, I, I mean, I sort of follow them before that. But um, my point is they put out a blog entry yesterday, and I forget, the, I forget the girl's name that wrote it, but it was a blog entry about how she has become addicted to sexting her boyfriend. And she'll do it. And then she'll send the pic, and then she'll immediately say to herself, now, why did I just do that? Right. And then she'll realize, because it's fun, and I like it. Anyway, the point of the story is it got me thinking, like, what is you Hefner doing these days? And where is Playboy? Like, is it even a viable, I don't even want to call it a magazine. Is it a viable, does it have a viable media presence anymore? I don't think so. And I, I think Hef was trying to sell Playboy, and uh, maybe in the process of selling it to who, I'm not sure. I think he sold the mansion. Is that true? Yeah. So he's out of the mansion? I think he sold the mansion, yet was still able to live in part of the mansion. Well, that's something. I may have that completely now, wrong. Now, does he still date the 25-year-old the well, girls? Uh, he's been married for a while, I believe, to uh, a, a playmate from some three years blondes. back. Yeah. He married one of those. He, I believe so, yeah. And he's got to be, what, 95? Uh, 90? Uh, I would guess uh, 80. You gonna Google 80? him? No, no, yeah, no, I'm gonna no, guess no. 80. You have to know he's got to be older than eighty. He was doing this in the fifties. Yeah, they uh, the internet really ruined Playboy for you Playboy's Hefner sake. Is going to be ninety one. Ninety one. Isn't that something? Yeah. Wow. Hugh. He's a World War II veteran. Think he shaves his legs, Jerry? No. Nope. No, I don't think doesn't so. doesn't trim up the legs. Nothing. Uh, I mean, he lives in a robe. So. Oh yeah, he's a robe guy. Unbelievable. Hmm. All right. Jerry, what do you think of this bear hunt going on in New Jersey? We sort of touched on this in the uh, actual radio show today. That uh, you know, you know what's going on with Harambe yes. in the Cincinnati Zoo. Like people were well, upset. Well, I do that, because you brought it up. I honestly had no idea. Yeah, like the the internet was a buzz over Harambe being killed, the gorilla in the Cincinnati Zoo a few months back. Gorilla. Gorilla. So people were upset about that because they feel an innocent gorilla was killed. Gorilla. Because some dopey parent couldn't watch their kid and he fell in the monkey cage. Right. So he became a beloved internet sensation after his death, unfortunately. Yeah, it's a shame. Well, there's a bear, or there was a bear, in New Jersey that was a YouTube star, Jerry. He was uh, walking on just two feet, his two back legs. He was walking like a person. And they say he walked that way because uh, one of his arms was injured and another one was hurt. Like, he, his two front paws were injured. 
So he walked like a person. So he became beloved. Although I guess if he was walking around on two legs in your neighborhood, probably not beloved. Right. No, not at all. But when he's far away, it's cute and adorable. Well, they had a big bear hunt in New Jersey to get the population down. And somebody whacked Petals, who's the name of this uh, upright walking bear. Mm. And people are hunting down the hunter to harass him and threaten he and his family. Right. Wasn't there a story about the dentist that hunted something in Africa? Yes. He wasn't supposed an endangered species. He yes. killed it and he gloated about it and then he's, his he business did. got overrun. Correct. He was a dentist yeah. in Minnesota, yes. That's but, it, yeah. But this was a government-sanctioned, we have I, to control the bear population. I totally get it. I think in cases like this... Yes, Jerry? Hey, look, Boomer's on TV. Um, in cases like this... I think it's if it's important to you, you're going to get nuts over it. Right. If you don't know about it, aren't aware about it, don't really care about it, doesn't impact your life, you don't really care. I fall in that category. You don't if care. If I was into hunting, if I was into preserving the lives of bears, if I was in that world, I'd have a different opinion. My life right now is the show, mm-hmm. my house, Little League Baseball. And Cowboys and Rutgers. Well, yeah, that's work. All that other stuff, okay. Yeah, I'm not for. So they killed a bear. I mean, I'm not I don't know for. What to tell you. I am not for killing animals, but I also don't want bears walking around my neighborhood. Right, and I understand why they do it. Because like, I understand why people. you're allowed to hunt deer, because literally they will be everywhere. Right. If you don't, people will be getting killed. Like I'm sure my demise one day will come when I whack a deer on. Uh, Route 78 doing 70 miles an hour on my way in here at 3 a.m. Your airbag won't deploy? Well, it'll deploy, but... You'll be fine. You'll be all right. Yeah? Yeah, you'll be fine. All right, well... That, that's not going to be your demise. That will it. not be your demise. You don't think so? No, I don't think you hitting a deer in your car will be your demise. I really feel like it is. No, I don't think so. So I'm all for controlling that population too, Jerry. But deer you can eat. No one's eating bear I know. meat. Have you ever eaten deer? I have not. I, I wouldn't do that. I don't like that. So, so I used to work at a liquor store. they say. I told you I used to work at a liquor store. We've done that many times, right? So my boss was a hunter. And one day he would always go out in the wintertime. And whether I don't know what he hunted, but he certainly hunted deer. And one time we had an extra refrigerator, freezer, you know, in the back where we stored all the overflow for the beer. And so he calls me up. I don't even think we had cell phones at this time yet. It was 97, I guess, 96, something, maybe 95. You had to be bougie to have a cell phone It was 95. 95. I think I did. I think I had one of those Motorola ones that you had a cord into the phone. I think I had one of those, but whatever. So he calls the shop, and he, he gets me on the phone. He's like, listen, is my son there? And his son hated animals. Like, And I don't mean hate like once. Sh- he was like afraid of them. He's like, yeah, he's here. He goes, who else is there? I'm like, oh, you know, John's in, and, you know, Ed's here, whatever. He goes, all right. Between me and you, get the back cooler cleared. If they ask what you're doing, tell them, I had a project for you. Stuff it in the front refrigerator. We want to make the store look better. Okay, fine. So I go do that. I don't think anything of it. Long story short, about six or seven hours go by. He comes walking in the front door. We never saw him come in the back. So he calls the four of us. He's like, guys, the guy from Bud's pulling around. Uh, they need the front refrigerator now. Jerry, sorry you did all that work. We need you to go fill that refrigerator up. Empty the front now. There's a new product coming out. Okay. Seemed made sense. Four of us go back there. We open the door. We walk ahead like, you know those uh, like streamer, like plastic streamers? To keep the cool air right. in. Right. So you open the door. The streamers were there. We walk in, and he propped up six dead deer staring at us. 
<laughs> the full bodies? Oh, yeah. Full bodies. Heads and all. Eyes open. Heads and all. Just staring at us like they were going to charge us. <laughs> Al, I have never been so, like, you know, you have a gut reaction to something. Yeah. Like a little kid seeing four mice on the floor. <laughs> you thought the deer were going to attack you. Dude, it was brutal. Time to get even on the oh humans. Oh, my God. It was awful. Hmm. But So that's my one uh, experience with dead deer. Yeah, I don't like a dead deer, Jerry. I could have. That could have been my demise. I could have had a heart attack. From the dead deer? Yes. Killed by dead deer. Oh, my God. But not really. Oh. Terrible. Jerry, I'm hoping you can help us out here, too. You're a big Bob Dylan fan. I do. He's lost. Well, he's not lost. Bob Dylan has not yet responded to the Nobel Peace Prize I know they committee. can't find him. Well, they say they they are in touch with his closest companion. This is so simple. I mean, the, honestly, the answer that, to this is so simple. Well, Bob Dylan... It's blowing in the wind. <laughs> good one, Jerry. <laughs> he doesn't want to be... Honored, I guess, with the Nobel Prize. Or he doesn't, you know what? He doesn't want to be obligated to have to do something for it. Al, how many roads must a man walk on to know he's a man? I see. (laughs) I heard Johnny's in the basement. He's mixing up the medicine. (laughs) Are you on the pavement? The Nobel Peace Prize people just want to know how does it feel? Bob Dylan is lost, Jerry. He's tangled up in blue right now somewhere. <laughs> I told him to check Maggie's farm. He might be there. See, it was like started. a wacky morning, but this would be an old Ron and Fez bit where we would take calls where people with their Bob Dylan references exactly. in songs. So if you see Bob Dylan, let him know he's won the Nobel Prize and they need him to come accept it somewhere. I will let him know, yes. Yeah. It's quickly, don't even think about it. What All is right. his real name? Go. Oh, Seymour something. <laughs> Seymour Books. Oh, no, Bob. Uh, no. No, no, no. Georgie. Robert Zimmerman. Ah, Robert Zimmerman. I didn't know that after you said that. Yes. So there you go. Mm. (laughs) Well, Robert Zimmerman, if you're around, take the Nobel Prize that way. Maybe that's where they need to search for. Bob Z. Is Robert Zimmerman. Yeah. Yeah. Jerry, for the final part of the podcast, I have three food-related stories for you. Okay. One, I think you'll like this. Pepsi has announced that they're slashing the amount of sugar in their drinks. What are they adding? Uh, that it doesn't say, hmm. but it's uh, they're going to get their drinks for a can of uh, Pepsi to be fewer than 100 calories of added sugar. And this will be done by 2025. Uh, why not next week? Well, I guess they got to like, you know, the factories, Jerry, they're all set up for the current sugar levels, I guess. Uh, but I love this, though. It's kind of like, you know, and trust me, Alan and I are not getting political. It's like the... The minimum wage conversation. We're going to raise minimum wage to $17 starting in three years, and by 2090, it'll be there. Like, just implement it tomorrow. No, no. They'll be ready to go in 2025. Here's an idea. Stop pouring all the sugar in. Mountain Dew. Well, isn't Mountain Dew basically advertised and marketed like an energy soda? Yeah, sort of like a sugar, extra sugar type of drink. You realize, and I've told you this before. The amount of sugar we get already in our diet, what the hell's the difference? That's true. It's actually scary. They're going to also include their other brands, Jerry, which is Gatorade, Propel, and something called Naked. There's a Naked drink. 
See, I didn't know there was. The Propel one is interesting because you think you're drinking water, and you are, but it's infused with a lot of sugar. Right. And those are good. I've not had those. Those are... We, I actually just bought a case from uh, Costco last week. They're I'm, tremendous. I'm going to start buying them in 2025. Yes. So I'm going to try to put it in order now. When there's less sugar. Yeah, I'm going to have it delivered in 2025. You're a smart man. They're trying to follow, Jerry, the, gui- the dietary guidelines of the World Health Organization, w- which recommends... 25 grams of sugar per day for adults. All right. Now, you want to know how much sugar? Now, here's what I've eaten today. All yes. Right? So far You're today, logging all of your uh, food items, I have items, been now. Jerry? I'm going on four weeks of doing this. All yes. right. Four weeks. So today, for instance, I have eaten a turkey sandwich on Ezekiel bread. No sugar in that. With a little bit of romaine. I had a bowl of Cheerios with a banana and low-fat milk. Banana has sugar in it. So that's what I've had so far. And milk has sugar in it. So, yes, that is true. And I've I'm sure already some had, Cheerios. Out of all that, I've already had 34 grams of sugar. What has the sugar in it? I don't know. I don't know. Let me ask you the this. The milk, you, the banana, the Cheerios. Are you putting sugar on your turkey sandwich? No, I'm not. You're not? I'm not. Okay, so I'm going to eliminate that. <laughs> I'm not. You're not doing that? No, not okay. at all. Uh, but that's what I'm I just tell trying you, to like, help. I sit there and I, I try to, the, and I only started this because my iron levels were basically non-existent, which I found out from doing blood work. So I'm trying to really track and figure out where I'm lacking. And the one thing that comes up is, you know, no more than 64 grams of sugar a day. And like the first two weeks at three o'clock, I get the notification, you have surpassed your total of sugar allowance for the day. I'm like, I haven't eaten dinner yet. Right. Like, what do you mean I've passed it already? And then I go back, I'm like, what did I eat? And it's amazing how much is actually in everything. You hadn't eaten your dinner yet or your dessert, and that's well, definitely going to have sugar in right. it. Right. I try not to eat dessert. Oh, okay. Unless I come in. I have had some days where I come in low on the sugar and low on the calories. Two Vienna fingers. Jerry, you might want to do this. This is my second item I have food-related, and it's dessert. Uh, the band Soundgarden mm-hmm. is coming out with an ice cream. What is it called? Black Hole Sun? Close. What is it called? With that song in mind, oh, what is know. the name of their ice cream, Jerry? Think, using that song, what would be a good ice cream flavor for Soundgarden? Cold and damp. No, no, it's a takeoff on the Black Hole Sun song. Oh, I see. Okay. Now, they're going to sell this in a, uh, there's an ice cream store in Seattle, Full Tilt Ice Cream. Okay. In Seattle, which is where they're from, I suppose, Right. right. Black hole rum. And how am I supposed to get to that? I'm not sure. Black hole rum? That's yes, the ice cream flavor? That's the ice cream flavor. I'm sitting there thinking Soundgarden. mint, vanilla. Right. How can I? Yeah, that didn't make No, it's sense. black hole rum. I'd like to have an ice cream named after me. Let me think of it. Cherry Recco. <laughs> that's just a ripoff of Cherry Garcia. How about just Black Cherry? Black Jerry. Black Cherry, right. That sounds racist. And then... It's not racist. Oh, it's an ice cream flavor. Instead of black cherry okay. ice cream. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Now, I know you're watching your sugar. What about a, what? a black cherry soda? <laughs> right, exactly. That would be, it's got to be diet, though. Diet, yeah. Right. Diet. Be diet. Okay. But by the way, that's no good either because of the stupid chemicals they put in it. Here's what you can drink. Water. Right. That's it. Water or black coffee. And black, right, black coffee, black people coffee say, is still good. good. Even I in was, bed. Right. I was even remembering <laughs> that. Like, even, like, when my grandmothers were both... Uh, sick, you know, they're these no- women in their 90s, 
on their last days, they're still slamming coffees. Yeah, absolutely. And the doctor's fine with it. They're yes. like, yes, you can order a coffee. I believe four cups, and I don't mean these 20-ounce cups from you know Starbucks or Dunkin' right. Donuts. I believe four regular eight-ounce cups of coffee a day are fine. Grandmothers love coffee. I know. Why is that? And tea. They love a hot beverage. Yeah, maybe they have problems with their, you know, their vocal cords. I don't know. My one their grandmother, throat. she used to, she would drink coffee with all of her meals. Yes, I see that a lot. That's a weird mixture sometimes. Very like strange. Chicken parm with a coffee. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> what would they do in today's day and age where the iced coffee has become so popular? Yes, I don't know. Now it would look so weird. Can I get the right. chicken parm and spaghetti with the iced coffee, please? And a little bit of milk. coffee. And some sugar. And finally, in my trifecta of food topics, Jerry, a uh, man put a hole in his esophagus, 47-year-old gentleman, by eating a ghost pepper. That's uh, supposedly the hottest pepper on earth. And it ripped a hole in his esophagus? He made a, uh, he made a puree out of the ghost pepper and okay. put, it, put it on a hamburger. And he began vomiting so much that he put a hole in his esophagus. Wow. I don't get why people like try to man be manly by eating hot I peppers. Either. I don't either. Is so many times you go out to dinner and you order something, and you don't realize it's it's you know of the hot variety, right? And it ruins the entire experience. My meal is ruined. It is, and by the way, it's usually your fault because you didn't read what's in it, right? But I, I like I'll have my uncle. He genuinely loves hot peppers, and he doesn't flinch. It's like meat and pickles. It, it, it doesn't bother him. I'll eat the same hot pepper. And I'll be gagging. It's just people are just wired differently. What are you gonna do? Yeah, you got to watch Jerry on the menu. They normally have a tiny, small hot pepper next to the food item when it's you're talking spicy. about chilies. You're right. That's right. They do have that. Yeah, my the Chinese restaurant by me also does that. Oh, is that true? You have you a ever, Chinese restaurant fan? Uh, not a huge fan, but I, I enjoy a good Chinese restaurant. Mm. Now, the other thing with these um, peppers, you have to be careful with the ones that are very hot, like a ghost pepper or whatever's just below that. Right. Sometimes guys make the mistake of they they uh, handle the pepper, and the uh, the pepper oils get on your fingers. Okay. Then oh. you've always heard people say, "Well, don't touch your eyeballs. So yeah, don't sure. don't rub your eyes." Sure. But people guys also forget, and then they go to pee and they touch their penis. You had to slip that in, didn't you? Yes. We almost got through a whole podcast. There was not one P and P story, and mm-hmm. now you've got to go peppers and penis. Yep. And if you touch your penis with the pepper oils on your fingers. Those that's a it's a thinner skin the membrane on the penis more so than like the skin on your arm insane in the membrane it's a thin membrane insane man so you got to be very careful with that and that's why hence, I won't have them I'm not saying you but hence then you can't have your girlfriend do anything to you right. because hot peppers that would be a mess I had a uh, very alert Twitter follower of mine Jerry send me a, a podcast that he thought I would enjoy it was a uh, podcast of a doctor just taking questions about your penis <laughs> not your penis in particular <laughs> I penis think mine yes yeah. <laughs> Which, uh, i'm like i have to download that i'd love to hear a doctor of course just... you would <laughs> but why the how many different stories can there be i don't know i mean my god the problem is if i do listen to that podcast i'll i am a penis hypochondriac i will feel like i have something wrong right you're walking down the street it'll move <laughs> oh my god Right. So I'm a little nervous, but I almost have to listen to a podcast with a urologist talking about different things that can happen to your penis. That's right up my alley. Wouldn't it be, wouldn't it be fun to become an expert in something? Yes. Something very specific. So you're always the go-to I become, guy. I want to become a nutritionist. 
Well, there's so many of them. I don't care about. You have to be else. a particular one. No, 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 no. I, it's not. It's not to go out and, and open up a shop. It's in terms of honestly and truly going and understanding something to where can't sit there and tell you something. You were pointing at the chairs. You're not sure. I see. Right? It's it's like you're the expert. Like no one can I mean, I'm sure there are people that will understand stuff more than you, but in terms of commonality of people you're with, you're the smartest one in the room when it comes to this. Like the penis doctor. Like the penis doctor. I mean, everybody's comfortable with their own penis, but no one knows more about the penis than the penis doctor. Right, so like Boomer and Craig couldn't argue about penises with the penis doctor because they wouldn't know more than him. Right, like that guy would know more about their penis than they know about their own penis. Exactly. This is what I'm talking about. So you want to become an expert in something as well. I would like that, yes. Then you would do a TED Talk on something. A TED Talk? What the hell Mm -hmm. does that mean? (laughs) What is a TED TED Talk? talk? No. TED Talks are these... uh, uh, it's like a yeah, speaker. Yeah, it's it's hard to explain. Just Google TED Talk. Just Google People it. love it. TED Talk. People I love will. a TED Talk. All right, the warm up coming up next. We were really good for most of it. It got half at the of end. it. I'd say over half. Half of it. Yeah, I agree. And then the last two minutes. By the way, so troubling. basically what Al's saying is listen to the warm up for seven minutes and then you can turn it off. Yeah. We're kind of good. You don't need to listen to the rest yep. of it. But the first seven minutes is coming up like now. As See soon it. as you hear Craig speaking, you could just turn it off. <laughs> Goodbye. Because then I lost all confidence. So. It's the Boomer and Carton warm-up show with Alan Jerry. It's just like Boomer and Carton without Boomer or Carton. Good luck with that. All right, quarter to six. Boomer and Carton coming up uh, soon. And last night, the Jets went to Arizona. Good morning, Al. It did not go well for uh, the green. Oh, hi, Jerry. Yeah, I was watching that. The uh, Cardinals look so smooth. Like, when they were handing that ball off, first <laughs> of all, I don't think uh, the running back was touched. Well, he definitely wasn't touched. How about touched. the two touchdown runs? He definitely wasn't touched on the two oh. touchdown runs that were near the, the two goal yard line. Were, yes. And the, even the 58-yarder, he wasn't yeah, touched. Yeah, I'm not sure he was touched on that one. Horrible. And I know David Harris didn't play. But my God, the Jets look horrendous. And yes. not you know they had a couple of drives last night. The Cardinals did, where on two of them, you know they're converting third and nine, third and eleven, uh, just awful. And I mean I don't know where you go with this team, but they are not good. The Jets ran the ball I think twelve times to the running backs. They didn't have the ball. Oh, I see. So remember, you can't run it when remember, you don't have it. Right. Remember Craig's bit that last week? Punt, punt, punt. Yes. Punt. Well, guess what the Jets did last night? Punt, 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 punt. It was like three and out, three and out, four and out. Oh, it was just all. I mean, honestly, it was terrible last night. There was nothing to watch. Uh, at one point, they had four straight punts. The, the fourth one led to a long drive. They only punt had the ball team for, and punt face. They exactly. only had the ball for 23 minutes. And remember, the Cardinals had it for 37. Remember when Ryan Fitzpatrick was... Uh, text messaging Brandon Marshall and Eric Decker all the time, all these exciting plays. I think Marshall's going to boost mobile today for a new phone. Yeah. Do you think he's still floating out text messages every day? I, I mean, what are you floating out? I, right. I don't know. I mean, I don't put the loss last night on Fitzpatrick, to be honest with you. Um, he and Marshall, they actually had the one good drive that set up a field goal, but again, a holding penalty, I think it was on Ryan Clady, that set them back 10 yards, and instead of having the ball at the 8-yard line, they're back at the 25 25- they did everything wrong last night that they could have done. I mean, some of the numbers, 10 penalties, 83 yards, uh, two for 13 on third down. They didn't convert one to the third quarter. I mean, it's bad. They're one in five, and you look at the Ravens coming in. The Ravens aren't good, but the Ravens are losing close games. The Jets, I mean, they were non-competitive last night. But we did get to see Geno Smith last night, Jerry. 
which Great. everyone loves. And how'd that end? Well, he threw a pick Great. as well right. on a fourth down play. Exactly. Although you got to say that was probably a desperate It was desperate because it was fourth and I think it was fourth and 10 or fourth and 11. He had to actually try some. It was a nice catch, too, by Matthew. And Bowles did say that uh, Ryan Fitzpatrick will be back under center, Jerry, Sunday you know what against the, Jets the need? Ravens. An offensive line. Oh, that would be nice. That would help. Yeah, yeah that's that a Bowles help. put it on them, actually. Can I? Uh, I'd like to read you a quote. All right, Move sir. on from the Jets because enough of that. They play the Ravens on Sunday. So the Cowboys are doing well, right? We've discussed this uh, yesterday. They're 5-1. and one. They've won five in a row. Their offensive line is doing quite well. Um, Ezekiel Elliott right now leads all running backs in the bigs. He's got, I think, seven, he's over 700 yards, uh, and he had 140 in Green Bay. And so Michael Irvin was on the fan in Dallas yesterday. Now, I can't find this, and I don't know why. Not easy to come up with. But anyway, uh, he was asked about Ezekiel Elliott and the way he's playing. Here's the quote from Michael Irvin, and then I'll get your reaction. Uh, Quote, I'm telling you, when I listen to this boy talk about running the football like that, it just makes me want to go in the bathroom and spend some time by myself. I just love it so much. Oh, I see. Your thoughts? He wants to go in the bathroom alone. And just think about the running plays, Ezekiel Elliott. I mean, I guess you could interpret it that That's way. That's how I took it. I think theory. others on social media were interpreting it another way. Oh, I see. But uh, and I'm going to touch it and take a picture. Yep. I take think, a photo. Yes. Hang a photo. Take a photo. Do whatever you've got to do. People are excited <laughs> about Dallas. They're a fun team to watch. They are a fun team. How about all the calls into Tony this morning? The Jets should call oh, Dallas and trade for Tony Romo. <laughs> the Cowboys are not trading Tony Romo. Yeah. Especially not, not, not right now. And the Jets, the last thing they want is a brittle quarterback. I kept seeing all these things now, Jerry, about the uh, Sunday night football ratings. Yeah. I'm going to relate this to your Dallas Cowboys. Okay. So the ratings were down, again, 5 million people this past Sunday. Uh, Texans, uh, Colts, which right. we said... Nobody cares. I mean, this just stinks. Right. Exactly. So their ratings are, they're still getting 11, 12 million people watching, but they're not, they're down 5 million from the week before. They're down something like 38% from last year. So at, so at its peak, Sunday Night Football would do then how many viewers would you say? I think you could get 20 million people depending 20, on the game. 25 million people? Yeah. Okay. So now it's down to, what'd you say? It was down this to one was 11 like or down 12. to 11 million. Right. Uh, you know, you got the Monday night football games, which do not get great ratings now. You're, you're running into that sometimes on Thursday night. Sure. The NFL has to drop that rule where every team shows up on Thursday night for a game, right? Where the, the certain teams, uh, teams can only be on prime time five times Must a year. Must have the Jaguars on once a year. No. Sunday night, Monday night, Thursday night. You pick the Cowboys. They play every week. They're in a prime no, time. No, no good. No the good. Patriots, Jerry, every week put them in prime time. You can't have Patriots Steelers every week on Thursday night football. But that that's what people will watch. How about this? And if the networks are paying the big bucks to carry those games, they do not. You think NBC wanted the Texans Colts? No, no chance. I don't. Of course not. And well, here's the thing about that, though. And we're burying that game. The one thing about it is you do get Andrew Luck. The problem is Houston's got no draw. But no they just draw. don't. They're so still an expansion got, team. Let me ask you this. If you've got the Cowboys and Jaguars, is that a draw? Uh somewhat because the because of uh the Cowboys. Not like it would be if you had Cowboys Eagles. Right. That's why they can't set these primetime schedules until the season starts. Like the Jets should be eliminated from any more primetime games Can they we have. Just get right. You know what I really wish we could go back to? Sundays and Monday night, and that's it. That's what, Keep it special. Keep the Monday night special. If you don't want to do Monday night, then do Sunday night. Fine. Or do Thursday. But enough with it. There's too much. If I was, that's what it is. If I was ESPN, I'd be 
annoyed. They get the scrub game every week on a Monday uh, what night is game. The, I don't even know what it is this week. Oh, well, Thursday night is uh, Packers-Bears. Right. Which sounds good, but the Bears are no good. And the right. Packers are, are boring. trending down. Well, they're boring because they're not boring playing now. Well. Right. And the Bears are not a good team. But I, I, all the primetime stuff, it's too much. It's like saturation of the product, which, you know, last night you watched that game. There was nothing there. I mean, it's just, it was not exciting. It's, you know, uh, whatever. Right, like we were interested because it was the Jets. Yes. But if, do you think people in Ohio watched the Jets Cardinals? Uh, and if they did, they turned it off at halftime probably because they were just it just wasn't very exciting. And you need something. And there's the other thing, too. There's nothing in the fourth quarter. Like, what are you watching that fourth quarter for? No reason. Right. So people are dropping off. All right, quick break. When we come back, uh, we're going to get to Trevor Bauer. And as I tweeted last night, he put Kurt Schilling's bloody uh, bloody sock to shame. Uh, more on that in Boomer and Carton coming up straight ahead on The Fan. It's the Boomer and Carton warm-up show with Alan Jerry. It's the shortest show on WFAN. All right, just recapping quickly last night. The Jets were a no-show in Arizona. They lost to the Cardinals 28-3. to Not much more to say about that game. They were pretty awful uh last night in toronto so you had the indians go uh up there and beat the blue jays 4-2 and so there was a lot going on with trevor bauer the starting pitcher he had the in- the injury with the drone he got his finger cut it turned out to be the um, pinky on his throwing hand and he had 10 stitches i believe and it was interesting al because when terry francona said we're just going to push him back a start or two my thought is with 10 wow it's stitches on your finger i guess it's not that big a deal and then you're watching him last night, and literally a couple of batters in, it starts bleeding. And then another batter, it starts bleeding profusely. I mean, really bad. And it was one of the most disgusting things I've seen, and it ultimately forced him out of the game. Now, how would a trainer not know that that's going to open up by by pitching? Well, how about this? Why is it not – you have the stitches on it, right? Why is there not gauze over the stitches and then it's taped up? I was actually reading about that, Jerry. Major league rules prevent you from putting anything on your hand, so he's not allowed to have a Band-Aid on or any bandage. See, now I didn't realize yeah, that. Yeah, I, I guess because it... it, it um, on the pinky finger? Yeah, though? I guess because it, the, a Band-Aid could what? act like a uh, spitball, perhaps, no, no, no. Jerry. I, I totally get that on the other four fingers, but on the pinky, I don't get that. All right, so or anyway, a distraction from the batter seeing no, your I mean, Band-Aid. That. That's so stupid. Um, the idea, did you, the blood, though, and it, it was interesting what he was trying to do. He's holding it up against his jersey and pressing it to try and make it stop, and it just wouldn't. And then you got John Gibbons coming out like, you know, guys, what are we doing? And ultimately he came out, and you almost got what Craig wants. You get the pitcher every inning. Now, it wasn't quite to that extreme, but they used six guys, and Andrew Miller again last night. I mean, my God, man, Yankees should get a guy like him. Oh, they had him, Jerry. Right. <laughs> I was Googling kidding, that Bowers' uh, salary, $1.9 million. Okay. Wouldn't you have just got a new drone, Jerry, yourself? Well, he instead of trying to repair, I think he's got a lot of drones. Repair one of I your think drones he's into these drones, and he likes to fix them and he does little maintenance so on them. Do that after the season. I would agree with that. You're basically playing in the postseason, and you've got a chance to win a World Series. And based on what we saw last night, I don't see how he pitches this year. Right? I mean, you're going to tell me he would be ready in seven or eight days to pitch in the World Series, assuming they won and the other series ends soon. What about this, Jerry? You put crazy glue in the cut. Not, not a crazy I've idea. Heard that. A lot of people do that instead of stitches. Right. So I, I once cut I my forehead the in the uh, in the emergency room. They put crazy glue yeah. in my in my head. I have heard that. Is that why you talk the way you talk? Uh, possibly. Or think the way you think. And Boomer's very excited today because the Rangers scored more. Let's go Rangers! Scored more than the Jets. Woo! 
Yes, the Jets did not have a good night last night. They lost too. Uh, by the way, the Winnipeg Jets lost as well. But yeah, and how about seven different goal scorers for the Rangers? I don't know what that means. That? Yes, you do. Stop it. Now. By the way, this is your fault now. You that's brought this up. That's a lot up. of goal scoring, Al. Anti Ronta got the uh, win for the we Rangers last night. scored more than the Jets did. <laughs> <laughs> this you is also on you. gave up more than the Jets scored. Uh, yeah. That's a good point, too. That's very <laughs> embarrassing. And Sorry, just one, one other quickie yes, on the uh, Blue Jays game. I, saw, I know you saw the highlights. Bautista, first inning. Got to catch that ball, doesn't he? He does. Okay, great. Come on. Really? Come on, what? Well, we're talking the first inning of a Toronto-Cleveland game? It is the American League Championship Series. I know, but you're bring that to one play in the first inning of a game. The Jets they lost. killed football. It's dead. We already talked about it. Talk about and it And you more. got four hours to Understand blow your mouth on this. Understand what the audience wants. I'll they don't it. want Toronto-Cleveland. Hit, Hit the open. That's right. Done. They want Jets football. New York City FC is headed to the playoffs. And with only one regular season match remaining, playoff positioning is on the line. This Sunday, October 23rd, when they take on the Columbus crew at Yankee Stadium. Be listening hourly this Thursday from 6 a.m. to 6 p.m. as we give away pairs of tickets with one grand prize winner awarded a VIP experience in NYCFC's exclusive pitch side seats. These seats are on the field at Yankee Stadium right next to the team benches. The only way to get closer is by being in the starting lineup. It'll be a great way to be in on all the action. It's all from your flagship station for New York City FC. The Fan, Sports Radio 66 and 1019 FM, WFAN and WFAN-FM, New York.